The sun rises on a frost-covered world. By noon, the frost is gone and the dense smell of decaying leaves fills the air. By night, the frost settles again. Welcome to The Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. When I was an outdoor educator in California for a year, my colleagues and I loved to find ways to wow our students. Of course, nature did a much better job at this than we did, especially given that many of our students from the Central Valley had only ever seen trees in the context of pecan or almond orchards, and we brought them to a giant sequoia grove where they stood stunned looking at some of the largest trees on Earth. But still, we tried to wow them in other ways. We might put chocolate-covered raisins in our sleeves, then pretend that the only way to tell the difference between male and female deer scat was to taste it, reaching down to feign grabbing a deer pellet and popping those chocolate-covered raisins in our mouths. Some students were horrified, others were impressed, but none of us could maintain the lie with a straight face and so revealed the trick almost at once, to looks of either relief or disappointment in the group. But one honest trick that worked like a charm was turkey gobbling. When the wild turkeys were focused on eating the heaps of acorns scattered on the forest floor by the many live oaks that surrounded that outdoor school, we knew that even if we couldn't see the turkeys, they were sure to be nearby. We would make our loudest turkey gobble impressions and be rewarded with a flutter of turkey gobble responses from the forest. It worked every time. So since Thanksgiving is upon us and turkeys will once again wander onto many plates and into many yards this time of year, this episode is all about wild turkeys. Late this past summer, I watched the same flock of wild turkeys grazing grass seeds and insects in nearby fields for weeks. The flock consisted of two hen turkeys and eight or nine young, called poults. But once the nights grew colder and longer, and the availability of those foods and fields decreased, I stopped seeing this flock. In the fall, turkey flocks start to split up, with young males, called jakes, forming their own flocks. Adult males, called toms, also form their own small flocks. This year's poults stop roosting in trees with mom overnight, though moms and daughters will still flock together during the day for a while longer. We're less likely to see these many types of turkey flocks now because they have moved to the forests to forage for nutrient-rich beech nuts and acorns. Turkey numbers have seemed to become the talk of the town in recent years, as it seems more and more people have been noticing them. It may be hard to believe now, as we swerve to miss them at least weekly as we drive throughout the state, But in the 1800s, wild turkeys had become completely absent or extirpated from all of the New England states. This disappearance of wild turkeys was due to their forest habitats getting cleared and the unrestricted hunting practices at the time, which included shooting them from their roosts at night, making it easy to wipe out an entire flock in one night. Fortunately, in the late 1970s, many New England states started relocation efforts to bring wild turkeys back to their historic range. This effort obviously worked well, and we can be reminded of important conservation efforts like those every time we see a wild turkey in Maine today. So if you're a person who celebrates Thanksgiving with a turkey on the table, you can wow Thanksgiving guests with that conservation story, or the fact that wild turkeys can fly up to 60 miles per hour and have vision that is three times better than our 2020. And if the conversation heads towards the state of politics today and you want an out, You can always seamlessly transition from the recent news about the country of Turkey to the fact that our wild turkeys were probably named after that country by the European settlers here that thought these birds looked similar to the guinea fowl that came to Europe through Turkey. There, I saved your Thanksgiving. 
You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question that you want us to answer in our show? Simply reach out to us. Theme music was by Apileated Woodpecker, made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) 